Welcome to the Give This Podcast. I'm your host, Christopher Kai. This podcast is sponsored by the GPS Island Program, which Forbes has stated helps entrepreneurs become professional speakers. For more information, go to ChristopherKai.com. Our guest today is Anthony Williams III. He is the author of On Bar Time, The Reinvention of a Lost Goal, as well as a producer and strategist. Anthony, welcome to our podcast today. Thank you so much for having me. So let's dive right in. I love the title of your book, by the way, on borrowed time, the reinvention of a lost soul. It's actually a, a memoir. Tell us about why you chose to write this book. So this was, uh, you know, 12 years ago, I came out to California, born and raised in New York, came out to California, had an intervention, uh, you know, went, went the recovery routes and, um, you know, had a few children, got married, obviously with a wife and uh, just wanted to be a better person. Long and short of it, it's the, the one line answer I always give was just felt like my story and the way I went about it could help, you know, tons of people out there. And as I was writing it, since it started as a self-help project, I asked people to read it and they started handing it to other people in certain circumstances and it got nothing but positive feedback. So that was, that was more of the uh, encouragement I needed to, to finish the book. And what are some specific things that you heard? Because you never know when you write a book in terms of how people respond, you know, so I'm curious, what were some of the things that when you share your book that your readers were like, wow, and I never knew that. So what were some of the more telling stories that, that, that really was most impactful for your readers? Yeah. So uh, a lot of people who read it when they were done reading it, if they knew me, they came to me and said, now I get it. Um, you know, when I was real young, um, unfortunately, uh, was touched by somebody in the family at a very young age. And I just kind of shelled that up. I didn't know how to talk about it. I didn't want to ruin a family. So that was like the beginning essence of everything um, that took place. And as I grew up, I had, um, you know, heart issues growing up with, um, you know, what they would call a heart murmur, got it at a young age that started to hold me back from different things, but overcame that was able to start playing hockey and, and be more active. But at the age of 21, uh, I had open heart surgery. I was given less than 48 hours to live and I ended up having a mechanical heart valve installed and that was 16 years ago. So I've had it now for 16 years, knock on wood, I'm still breathing. Um, but that, that was a lot of stuff that people who knew me when I was younger didn't know. And if you looked at me now, you still wouldn't know. So for people to go through that story and then the addiction stuff that came after, you know, the heart surgery and then just how my life completely turned around after that was just something that people that gripped people. And a lot of people who read the book ended up finishing the book within one or two days. They just, they didn't want to put it down. And to me, that was the biggest compliment. That is because really your story is so gripping that they want to learn more. So this podcast is all about inspiration. I mean, literally it's called the gift of podcast because I really believe that your story, Anthony is a gift to the world. So what do you want to share in terms of, all of us would go through struggles and everyone has different types of struggles for you. What do you feel allowed you to, to get through these things? Because at, whether you're really young with someone perhaps mistreating you, and then as you get older with your own physical health and going into being an addict, I mean, what were some of the things that, that kept you going so that you can share with our guests? Like they hopefully keep them going. Yeah. I, um, always had the the entrepreneurial mindset and i and i think that one of the things that is very misunderstood is how vulnerable you really have to be right and how honest with yourself because 
that was something when, you know, graduating in, in 2015 with a game design degree, just because I wanted to do it, that wasn't necessarily going to be like my complete life path. I always was involved in a ton of different projects and I always had that mindset that, you know, I could help with, with strategic parts of business. And I just think what a lot of entrepreneurs, we get so caught up with trying to follow somebody else's quote unquote proven path. But reality of it is we need to create our own um, because while we're in it, we're the only ones that can get through it. We can have huge support systems, but we have to be vulnerable to be able to listen to those. We have to have an open mind to understand that some things make it and some things don't. And also just be really honest with ourselves of what we can handle and what we can't handle. Um, that's a big part to entrepreneurship that I think that doesn't get talked about because we focus on, you know, the, the end of the journey as opposed to the entire journey of how we actually got there. Yeah. It's kind of like, I forgot where I read this from, but essentially if you look at someone during their life now, this year, next year, whatever it might be, it's really like reading a few pages of book where the whole book is still there. So if you look at someone like a Steve Jobs, you look at the first 20 years of his life, it was a complete train wreck relative to what people might perceive as a train wreck, meaning he <laughs> grew up without a mother or father. He was born out of wedlock, didn't do well in school. He was adopted. He, he actually dropped out of college. So by the time he was 20 years old, everyone would look at Steve Jobs like, this guy's not going to anything. And then it, at age 21, he creates this computer company called Apple. But what I'm saying is it's very easy for us to judge people, whether you're in your 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, and you look at your life, it's, it's inspiring to know what you've done. And you also have this brand, this show called The Independent Mouth, which I think is an awesome name and an awesome brand and also conveys seemingly what you're about. So talk to us about The Independent Mouth show that you have. Yeah, The Independent Mouth was, was a podcast that was sparked from obviously writing on borrowed time. My father was a huge proponent of you know, me talking because just the whole networking aspect of, of business and, you know, with some of the different projects that I work with, I've always felt comfortable doing that. And the, the intention behind that was to give an independent view of anything that was going on. You know, we, we tend to gravitate towards certain perspectives or towards, towards certain thought processes. And I've always held my own. So I didn't want to go find that top 1% of people that are doing all the interviews all over the place. There was a lot of realistic human beings and individuals that make good money are successful in their business, but they're not promoted on TV all the time. So I felt LinkedIn was the best place to start that. So I did. And then it just continued to grow. Um, I just kept interviewing more interesting people and bringing those people to light because I really wanted to educate youth that you don't have to be, you know, a, a Mark Zuckerberg or a Jeff Bezos to be successful in your life. And I, I just felt that that's maybe why, you know, entrepreneurs have such a hard time because that bar is so set so high. It's really hard to achieve that all the time. And not everybody does that. So I wanted to try to bring things back down to earth a little bit and it's worked out so far. And I've had a ton of, you know, I've had a blast with every single guest that I've had on it. That's awesome. So talk about why do you focus only on the youth? Like you want to help the youth have a better understanding or you focus on everyone in terms of your message? I focus on everybody. I just, you know, I have two children and I see the way things work now and how different it is from when I grew up. And not that I, that I'm sitting here saying, Oh my gosh, everything's bad. That's not the case. I just think that more of human engagement and interactivity can go on. And I think we're better for it. And I think, there is a huge avalanche of information that is dumped 
on people on a daily basis, whether it's news cycles, whether it's internet, right? It doesn't matter. It's just, we as a whole have to learn how to parse that information. And I think that that's a confusing point or a friction point for our youth because they're very easily persuaded. And I think that that's a valuable skill for them to parse through the information saying, oh, this isn't true or this isn't real. And that's really what the independent mouth was about was, was taking you know, an independent view for entrepreneurs who listen or people in business to listen, to try to go down the middle path. Don't branch off to the sides, take your own view and run with it. And you're not wrong for having your own independent view. Now that's great. And, and I agree with you. We, we literally have an avalanche of information now. I mean, you can Google anything you want, you can YouTube anything you want. And that's something that it's just ridiculous in terms of the amount of time that's spent online with things that might be an avalanche. So one final question, Anthony, is you wrote this book, great cover, by the way, great title. What's the one, one emotion or one hope that you want to have, not just for your readers, but for everyone. What's the one message you want your book to really amplify to the world? Keep going. Um, that's a hashtag that I've used. I think it's the only way we can go. We, we tend to give up because we think the mountain's too high, but reality of it is, is once we get to the top of that mountain, a lot of times we look back and go, oh, that wasn't so bad. Um, I, I don't care if it's addiction, if it's a school project, if it's a business meeting, you just need to keep going. It's okay to fail. And I, I think that that's a pressure that's put on our youth, that's put on people all over the place that we have to be a professional in something. And, and the truth of it is, we're not. So that hashtag and that belief of keep going, it's the only way I'm still here today. Because if you read, if you read my book and you go through it, you'll see there's so many times I could have given up and I tried to give up, whether it was the support system or whether it was just internally my own feeling, I never gave up. And because of that, I got a beautiful wife. I've got two beautiful children. I'm alive and I get to work with other people and, and try to fulfill different goals that I have. And that's the blessing. So my goal for everybody, don't give up. Don't leave before that miracle happens. As cliche as that sounds, just keep going. Anthony, thanks so much for your very powerful message. How can our guests stay in touch with you and, and read your book and, and stay in touch? I'm sorry? How can our guests stay in touch with you? It, it, uh, it broke up. How can our guests stay in touch with you? They can find me on Facebook at The Independent Mouth. You can go to theindependentmouth.com. Um, you can find On Borrowed Time on Amazon or it's on the website, The Independent Mouth. But uh, theindependentmouth.com is the best way that you can reach me. You can send me a note there um, or you can reach me on Facebook or you can reach me on LinkedIn. Either one of them, you'll find me there. Great, Anthony. Thanks again for your time. Have a great day. Yeah, you too. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our Gifters podcast. If you want to turn your story into a successful speaking or coaching business, go to ChristopherKai.com for details.